This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a free risk-free bet of up to $500. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure to go get your entry in for a free shot at winning a G. Just enter SGPN into the App Store or Google Play Store and go download it. All right, welcome back, DGENs, for the third U.S. Open show dedicated solely to betting. It's myself, Boston Capper, and the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, my favorite show of the week, like always. Are you ready? Oh, of course I'm ready. I uh, I, I had to make sure that we changed the locks uh, after we disparaged the mafia last night. I don't want them, you know, <laughs> coming after us. I, I apologize. You guys are upstanding citizens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. no, I mean, this is going to be an all-betting show. This is, you're right, this is my favorite show when we do Major Week. There's so many things to bet on, a lot of matchups, a lot of angles to take. We kind of walk our way through, and then we get a betting card. We hope to make some money. So first, the last couple of majors have gone pretty well for me. Yeah. Let's try and make it three for three. Yeah, and I'm, I've made a conscious decision to do more top 10s and top 20s because like what i'll do on especially on the major weeks like i'll write down all my bets like i always do and then when it comes time to bet i'm like those odds are so short that's not exciting i'd rather just double down on something that will pay me out three times as much and i go back and look and i'm like i just should have made those bets (laughs) so so i'm gonna i'm gonna do it this week i'm gonna make more top 10s and top 20s there you go yeah sometimes they're boring they're not as exciting but i mean they can Still float your bankroll, especially if you don't hit an outright. Like yeah, they exactly. can still, like, all right, you know, I still was up on the week, even though I didn't hit the big score. So that's really all it's about. Just maintain the bankroll, you know, get the big win when you can, and just keep gambling, man. That's it, baby. Whole whole point go. is not to reload. Yes, yes. <laughs> don't give the bookie more money. Yeah, no don't reloading. All right, so the tea times came out today. We got some interesting ones. Um, so <laughs> they are starting at six fifty a.m. Pacific time, which is about nine fifty a.m. for us. They're going to go to about 11 p.m. Eastern for us folks. So uh, primetime golf. Love it. Beautiful. Now it's that's always great. Uh, so at 1030 a.m. Eastern time, you got the, it's the first big group of the tournament. You got Morikawa, JT Kepka. I think that's probably the best group they have. I think so. Too. Yeah. I mean, you got major winner Morikawa, major winner JT Kepka's just Kepka. know, studs. So, yeah. yeah. But and I like what they did, though. So on a lot of majors where like they'll stack the tee times like afternoon and morning, but. Like everyone, the, the all the good guys will start on 10 in the morning. All the good guys will start at 1 in the afternoon. But it's all back-to-back. Yep. So they're going to have, like, really good guys on different parts of the golf course the whole time. So immediately after that, you got Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Hovland. Yeah, that's good. That's a real – that's like a golf nerd's dream. Yeah, like, it really is. Like that, that, that's a group for me, basically. <laughs> uh, and then you have the uh, 1051. Uh, you got the Sandy – or the California crew, Max, Thomas, Xander, and Phil. The US Open kind of likes to do these little, like, cute little, you know, tie-in yeah, groups like that. So, like, one year I think they had all fat guy group, and I think that actually was the last time they did that because it, uh, oh. yeah, the, the people weren't happy. <laughs> I like the fat guy group, man. I know, but <laughs> I thought it was fat shaming, basically. I think oh, it was like Jesus Lowry. Christ. It was like Seriously? Lowry. 
It's like Lowry Kiridesh and somebody else or something. Listen, <laughs> it wasn't a good look. Listen, Lowry, listen, Lowry's fine. He's an Irishman who likes to fucking drink, and uh, he's, he's probably married with kids. And at, at that point, who cares? Like, whatever. There you go. Maybe that's Plus, a stereotypical grouping, dude. You know, guys look like they drink a lot. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Lowry, Kokrak. Yeah. I don't know. It's the third. Paparaz. Paparaz is definitely in that fucking group. Party group. That is it. Now that would be a fun group to uh, to to go out with uh, at whole nineteen. That would be yes. uh, that would be a very fun group. Far afterwards. Yeah. And then and then we go to the afternoon. So four fifteen p.m. Eastern time. You got the typical you defending U.S. Open champion Bryson. Yeah. You got the Masters champion Hideki, yeah. and then the U.S. Am champ Tower Shafaji. So that's the first one out. And then immediately after that, you got Will Zalzhorst, Scotty Shepard, Jordan Speed. That's a good group. That's a real good group too. Yeah, those are the three guys from Dallas. Like that's the theme, but. I mean, a bunch of young guys. That that's a good one. Uh, right after that, DJ Rory and Justin Rose, U.S. Yeah. Open winners. And then, actually, at the same time, you have Leishman, Rom, and Reed going off on the other side of the course. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's that's. I like that. I mean, yeah. they purposely did that for like, all right, early afternoon. We're gonna have two tee times, two feature groups going at yeah. the same time. That's good. And then, uh, poor Louie is paired up with a. Uh, Two guys you absolutely hate. I know. And, uh, Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. You know, the tormentor of your dreams. And, he's not uh, the torment of my dreams. I just don't like him. Like, he's a douche. You, there's something subliminal and subconscious about you, the hate with him. Like, you I, get triggered immediately when I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I told you. I, I, he has a very punchable face. Like, that's just what it is. Okay. Like, listen, he's a professional athlete. He probably kicked the shit out of me. But he has a fucking very punchable face That's he wears true. that stupid goldman sachs hat which is just as bad as the fucking uh justin rose morgan stanley hat and i don't know that he's fuck i hate his routine man that's what it is it drives me nuts he's so terrible to watch on tv yeah i mean patrick cantley supporter of uh the global housing crisis of uh 2008 yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then sung jm's with him too so yeah i mean i'm uh i'm one week sober from sung jm which is nice so yeah it, it feels good yeah, we'll see how long good. that lasts. Good. I'll give you. I, I, I don't think we'll make a 30 day trip with you. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have to reset my sobriety day pretty soon with him. Yeah. All right. How about a weather report? And actually, Time out. We can, can, some... we, can we address the, the what? Uh, so I, I put it in Slack. I don't know if you saw it. That the USGA called Bryson's agent oh. to see if he was okay with playing with Brooks. And he declined. I can't hate him any more than I possibly do right now. He got players kicked off the course because they said Brooksy, not in his backswing, and now he is denying what golf fans want to see. Like, every eyeball would be on it. Like like we said, Nancy from accounting would be fucking watching. It would be on Sports Center. Like, all the eyes would be on the sport, and he's such a mental fucking midget that he can't, he can't be paired with Brooksy. It's so fucking annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah, I mean, even they did, like, 10.30, Kepka goes off on, I think, 1.00. And I think Bryson's going off on 10. If, and if, with Tory Pines, it's not like 10 starts at the clubhouse and one's at right. the clubhouse. Like 10's at like the other side. It's like a mile away from the first tee box. Terrible. Like, terrible. You have, like they're at the terrible ferry, like Terrible look. And yeah. I don't understand anyone who is who is on Bryson's side for this shit. Like it's it blows my mind. I mean, allegedly, they both said that, that they denied the report that they weren't contacted. Ooh. Okay. That's yeah. probably just PR damage. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I actually have a weather tidbit. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, I don't have anything for the actual tournament. It's the same. It's going to be, like, 80 degrees, sunny, no wind. Okay. But leading up to it, there's something that has kind of happened that might affect how the first two rounds go. So, on Monday... 
Not El, not El Nino. <laughs> not that. <laughs> Half so, our audience does not get that fucking joke. You, just, you completely derailed me. Now I got Chris Farley in my head. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> All right. I think like we're the only ones who know that joke. I think anyone under twenty five has no idea what that no we're talking about. No shot. Yeah, they probably don't even know who Chris Farley is. Oh, oh don't, don't you say that. I'm, they probably don't. We knew who John Belushi was. They knew who Chris Farley is. Eh, well, our generation was different. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> so, all right. So, so, so something has happened the last three days that might affect how the first two rounds go. So there's been a marine, a marine layer over Torrey Pines for at least the last 24 hours. And it looks like it's going to be cloudy again tomorrow. And what they're saying was, was on Monday, the, the greens were still pretty soft. Well, that marine layer is not going to let any moisture out of the out of the greens. So first couple days might actually be kind of decent scoring. Uh -huh. But it's going to get harder and harder as it goes on, because once the clouds move away, which is what it's expected to do on Thursday and Friday, it's going to bake out that golf course like Saturday and Sunday might get pretty crispy. Okay. But there's a couple things that I'm on this week anticipating that maybe it might not play quite as difficult the first couple days. Okay. We'll talk about that when we get to tournament props. But that's something to keep in mind. It, it, like out of the gates, it might be kind of like last year at Wingfoot, where like I, like I think first one really was like minus five guys are pin lot birdies. We were all complaining about like how easy yeah, it remember. was. Yeah. And then the USJ is like, oh, okay. And then everybody got their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, so do you have any final leans or tidbits? Um, I mean, nothing really. I mean, I really think uh, the the Kikuyu grass thing uh, changed my line of thinking, and I, I've really fallen in love with some fucking guys. Um, and I hate when I change my mind like that, but I really think it is valuable, and, and I think it is going to make a difference, especially like if we said like it, uh, it was in the slack. Like that first cut of rough's not going to be that bad, right? It, it's it's not. And with the Kikuyu, with it sitting up like that, like. It's not going to be as penal as we think. And, you know, the second cut, obviously, whatever it is, what it is. Like, if you're in there, you're you're in trouble no matter what fucking golf course you're at. Um, so, yeah, I I, uh, I do think. And then the true power, you know, uh, like we said, um, you know, we talked about it offline um, before the pod. Like, OK, yeah, that's right. It's going to keep growing in the afternoon. Like weird little shit like that, which, uh, you know, maybe weight some stuff different. Look at some guys different. Um I, I, it probably changed how I bet some of my top 10s and top 20s, um, but not my outright. So I'm still pretty firmly dug in on there's only so many guys who can win this thing yeah I, I agree with that and i think with the rough they're making a big deal on um uh us open like coverage on J golf channel that, about like oh how thick the rough is you know patrick Reed was saying like, yeah it's gnarly it's thick but more actually summed it up best he said exactly what we talked about he's like yeah like you know in the rough there's balls that might sit up i got great contact we're good and then if balls are just sitting down then you just have a nine iron you just trace it up to the green as close as you can so <laughs> Yeah, like it's unfortunately there's gonna be like every golf tournament a lot of luck that goes into this. Maybe a guy just draws incredible lies all week out of the rough and just ends up winning. So that's something we can't forecast. It is what it is. You just try and make sure you're on it when it happens. So, all right, I think we should start. Well, we'll go to the, my big short first. All right, let's do the big short and then we'll do the one and done. Okay, don't sound too. Hey, you're doing okay. Didn't yeah, you I'm doing all right. Whatever. Did yeah. you have last week? I fucking remember. Whatever. It was. It was. It was fine. It was. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to pull it up. Yeah, I don't remember. It was. Make it sure wasn't anything don't. great. It was. Uh, I don't know. They made the cut. That's all I give a shit about at this point. <laughs> I mean, so I had Hatton, who finished second, 
and I only yeah. moved up like a hundred spots. I don't yeah. know. I, oh. I, I don't know. Oh, I give no shits about the Pat Mayo. That shit is money is gone. I'm talking. I, I care about our little one that we do. That's the only I one mean, that if, I. If I win, I'm close to the money. But like, I've been getting like top tens almost every single week, and I'm not do. I'm I'm just not going up. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, a, pretty, it's pretty frustrating. It's like a year long DFS tournament. Super yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So, so anyways, my big short. He's popular this week. Okay. Mostly with DFS. I've, I've heard his name a little bit with like some betting stuff too, but like it's he's popular because he's just, you know, the last US Open, he was awesome. Last PGA nearly won the thing. And now we're sitting here with like Louis Uswies is going to be pushing like 20% ownership in DFS. And I would understand because like just the, the strategy this week is just like, okay, got to be really good off the tee. Long hitter. And, but we have 20. We're making the exception for Louie, who's not very long off the tee and does not gain strokes. And I think that's kind of a problem. So and I, and I, I just maybe this is my hang up. Like, it seems like when people are on Louie, it seems like it was really poorly. So I'm going to call my shot. I think he makes the cut right on the number. Like, Oof. he's going to make everybody sweat who picked him. And he's not going to do anything on the weekend. He's going to finish outside the top forty. All right. Well, that makes me. It makes me upset. But I, because I, I, I would. Well, that's I, your, I, that, that's hey, your boy. I, and I still like him this week. And I, I got a bet later on that we'll talk about on him. It's not outright, but okay. um, yeah. I yeah, mean, I, I get it. Like he. He puts okay on Poa. Like, he's fine. Like, I get it, though. I mean, whatever. That's fine. Like, you're big short, man. You got you to take a stand. got to be ballsy. And you're right. The DFS, it fucking terrifies me. I have none of them because nothing good happens with 20% owned Louis. Nothing. No, same thing with, like, Paul Casey right behind him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at least Paul Casey has the ball striking where I think, like, all right. You know, he well, li- he's okay. Louis, Louis' irons have been coming back a little bit. They looked all right the last the op- couple. I, the off the tee stuff kind of scares me, and the fact that everybody's on them—I don't know. That's yeah, just... no, listen, everybody on them is enough for me. Like yeah. it's it's scary enough. <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, I don't have him like I don't. I'm not fading him or anything. Like obviously, I'm saying like he might miss the cut. He's probably not going to miss the cut. I don't have a missed cut prop on him. I don't have him against him in a hat matchup. I just don't have any DFS exposure. I think he's just going to make people kind of have indigestion this week. How about that? <laughs> that works. All right, I like it. All right, all right. One and done. I rely on you to tell me who I can pick from. Because all right. Well, as I pull up the spreadsheet, I mean, I already know who I'm going on. Okay. So, I mean, I've actually used a lot of guys who I would want to pick already. Okay. Because I've just been trying to go for the win (laughs) for the last eight weeks. I've gotten close, but I I haven't haven't gotten a win either way. But there is one guy I'm really high on this week. I've not picked. And, I mean, we only have, like... Nine more tournaments after this. Damn. It's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of places I really would use them. So I haven't used Rory McIlroy this week. I like okay. him a lot. All right. So we're going to use him. Rory McIlroy. Have I used, have I used Rom yet? Yes. Let's Fuck go me. over. Did I really well, use Rom? I, I mean, all right. Here's the guy. Yes, you've used Rom. And he missed the cut at the Wells Fargo. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's everybody you used. Let's recap. Ryan Palmer. <laughs> Okay. Sky Scheffler, Harris English, Daniel Berger, Paul Casey, Rory, Xander, Sungjae, Webb Simpson, Russell Henley, Jason Kokrak, Tony Finau, JT, DJ, Corey Connors, Rom, Bryson, 
Hovland, Morikawa, Patrick Reed, and then last week you had Poulter who didn't do anything. Exactly. So not a whole I, lot in that cover. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I haven't used Brooks yet. You have not. Let's use Brooks. Pushing Brooks. You haven't used Patrick Cantlay. I, no, I don't know. No. Did I? I swear, Christ, I used Cantlay earlier this no. year. You don't want to mush him. Yeah, fine. I'll use Cantlay. Who gives a shit? Yeah, fine. Cantlay. <laughs> Yeah, can't All right. Cantley will work. There you go. All, All right. right. So while I'm Roy McIlroy. You are on Patrick Cantley. I like that. I like that. Roy's catching some steam, though. I know he is. I, I don't know. care. I know. That's fine. I, the, the number is not good. How I gauge the steam is where his number's at, and the number's yeah, yeah, actually number has his, number's going down, actually. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I haven't looked at it. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, listen. Before we uh, before we jump into uh, the betting segment, look, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promo codes, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to a five hundred dollar risk free bet. Terms and conditions do apply. So go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. So. Um, at my shops, I know you're not on board with this play. Uh, I mean, the best number I've found read at is 28. Win was hanging up at 30. It's not much better. Um, but yeah, let's go take a look over there. Go grab Reed if you like Reed. Uh, he doesn't fit the golf course, uh, but he's a grinder. And uh, when he wins, uh, we never expect him to win at the courses he does. So go grab him at uh, 30 to 1. That's the one I like. Yeah. Listen, I don't hate that play, by the way. So, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not on it personally, but. I, I, I'm not going to knock it. I think okay. it's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to the betting card. <laughs> Let's, Let's do go. it. All right. First round leader leans. So here's what? the prop. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't, you, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell them what you told me? All right. So, so he, first I'll start with, like, here's the problem. Like, what shouldn't you do? So the problem with looking at the farmer's insurance open is that they split the course. So guys are playing the north and south. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's a nightmare to kind of try and figure out like, all right, where do you start on one and 10? Like who was the first on leader? And then try and sort down like, I right, do you start in South North and the golf courses play differently. Just ignore it. In how I look at this golf course though, there are two par fives on the back nine, yep. including 18. That's the easiest. Super and, and on the, yeah, it's gettable. And on the front, you don't get a par five until number nine. Like you just, it's, it's tough that front. It's just long par four over and over yeah. long par three. Like it's, it's tough. Yeah. So in 2008, both the first round leaders, uh, Kevin Streelman, by the way, who and then a guy named Justin Hicks. The name shots, does Hicks rings a bell for some reason. I have no idea who he is, but golf's come a long ways when, uh, you know, <laughs> like those are the two first round leaders in 2008, but they both started on 10. Okay. And just based on how I looked at the golf course, that's fine. And then the thing with POA is it grows during the day. So the greens are going to be a little better to put on in the morning. So preferably AMT times and then preferably starting on 10. Sprinkle a little bit on guys going off in the afternoon just on 10. Yep. Because how they did the, the tea times, it's not like, you know, all the good players are starting on one and then more in 10 in the afternoon. Like, they're all in a row. So there's going to be good guys who can be first-round leaders starting on 10 on both waves. So yep. probably just morning, afternoon, sprinkle guys on 10, maybe lean a little more to the AM for this. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that makes 100% sense because I was thinking 10 as well. Once again, for my 2K golf scouting, the yeah. uh, it is a good way to learn the course. Like, it, it really is. Like, it's funny. Like, I'll be like, oh, shit, I know where he's at. <laughs> you know what? Maybe the one, maybe next week you'll uh, at the Travelers, you'll break it down after you do uh, 2K. I'll just I'll just sit back and, uh, you know, you do the TED Talk. <laughs> that, that's 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 not my bag, bro. That's yours. The, um, uh, yeah, so I the, so I, following that, I only got Six down right now. I got yeah. Vegas, Morikawa, Lowry, Kokrak. I have to play Connors every time, and Will Z. And I, I really like Vegas too. Like good tee time, nice and early in the morning. Like off a of ten, long, go out and post a number. He's in good form, man. Like I, I'm All right. pretty high on Vegas, which is just, just I mean, a, it, which is a death knell for me. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take you much to get on Vegas. That's true. I, I remember our first podcast we ever did. You were. You just went to the map for Johnny Vegas. I think he was DFL after for round one. <laughs> yep, yeah, was. welcome to the Golf Gaily Podcast, guys. I think the guy dead last after round one. <laughs> Listen, man, like, whatever, man. You know how it is, man. He, got, he won me some, was it 18? It was 18 or 19 when he won me some money at uh, TPC. Um, so, you know, guys like that always get a soft spot for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a made man at that point. That's right. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to start first? We do matchups. We do... Let's do matchups. Okay. Why don't we go? Let's alternate and you start first. Okay. Okay. All right. We both have a lot, by the way. Yeah. So I limited myself to 10. Um, I'm probably going to add more. And that's not, this is, this is just to clarify for any new listener, this is for the whole tournament. Uh, I will be absolutely getting down on first round ones, which will be separate from this, uh, that I'll make my decisions on tomorrow night. Um, So yeah, go go check out the Slack channel. We'll we'll be yeah. posting those there. I, I I usually don't do round one just because like I treat that as okay. I'm sweating on my pre tournament stuff. <laughs> round two is when I start jumping in for the. I, I am an immediate gratification guy. I I want to be paid or get my teeth kicked in to realize I got to chase from day one, baby. Um, so my first matchup is Burns over Bubba minus one forty. Wow. Oh, yeah. I I'm no longer on that book anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God, those matchups were so good. So good. I was actually I was looking at them and I'm like, oh yeah, there's there's some doozies in here. <laughs> That's a good one. I, yeah. I also have a Burns one too, but it's on someone else. Gotcha. Which is not quite as alluring, but I still like it. But well, why don't I just jump into it? Okay. So this is not a knock against Jason Kokrak. Oh god. A- at all. I-, I like him, but he's wildly popular and i think what i've noticed during this year is like the guys like under 8500 bucks who are really trendy if you ride them in the matchup they just kick your teeth in okay so i'm a little worried about co-crack but regardless i think sam burns basically does the same things as co-crack yeah yeah but co-crack's like a minus 150 favor and burns like plus 120 I hate when you, so play. I, I hate so when you I, play the numbers, Steve. I do. It drives me nuts. So I didn't do the plus 120. Okay. Because I can get one and a half strokes with Sam Burns at minus 120. Oh, fine. Minus one and a half strokes, that's fine. Like, that means Kograk can still beat him by one and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. That, like, that's I, fine. I, if, if the juice is reasonable for getting one and a half strokes, I'm taking it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so what's, I, what's an extra twenty bucks? Right, I think it's about a, I think it's about a coin flip. I don't like the fact that Kokrak's getting a bunch of steam. I get one half strokes for minus one twenty for a player I like. Yeah, I like that. I like That's that a lot. Like okay, that one. All, right. all right, you're up next. Next one, Homa over Gazuntike for minus one twenty. 
God, I like that one a lot too. I got, <laughs> I got to move. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, come to Florida, man. You can play golf all year uh, round. Or get a VPN. Oh, because I, I, I could not find a Bazin who matchup I yep. wanted to get on because I wanted to fade him so hard. Yes. Yeah, like he is a abysmal off the tee and abysmal yeah, with his irons like that is like the perfect combination to fade this week yeah because even if homer doesn't play great like i i have no doubt he's going to play better than because of like yeah that's like i i think actually oh, the only thing available to me was like brandon grace and i don't really trust brandon grace because his ball strike is kind of yeah that too yeah. so all right why don't i go with a heavy hitting one i i kind of i went on my list like top yeah that's know, how i did take a star power at least okay so I know last night on the DFS pod, I tried to make a case for Spieth. That was just to actually, you know, not be boring. Yeah. And have just agree on everything. And I think a case can be made. But I think you guys are right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Spieth, his best majors are the Masters and the Open Championship. Those two majors are kind of linked together as far as like skill sets. PGA and US Open is more about power and speed. Besides that 2015 US Open at Chambers Bay, he hasn't done anything in the U.S. Open, really. I really like Rory McIlroy this week. He's my I got minus one fifteen over Spieth. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I do. I like that. Okay, I like, I, you're you're a lot higher on. I'm warming up the Rory. Um, well, let's get a couple drinks in you, and then you're like, no, immediate cross off. That that's how you really feel about him. No, I already bet him when you fucking bullied me into it. The, I did, uh, how did I bully you into it? I said I didn't care about your feelings about me betting him. You said you're getting on Rory. No, I you didn't. are. I will, actually, I will, I will pull up the text. Well, I might have misread it, but yeah, yes. I'm telling you. I, so I went and bet it. I was like, fine, fuck it, Christ. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. Fine, I'll go bet it. Tell me I won't. Um, the um, All right, so my next one. You're going to be surprised by this one, I think, because I dug in a little bit on one of the guys who I love to play and who I kind of liked when we talked about the DFS. And I've done a complete 180 on him at this point. Uh, so I'm going Lowry over Cam Smith, minus 110. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So you're not worried about Lowry getting all the popularity, too? No, I'm fucking in love with him this week. In love. I don't care. Okay. Sometimes chalk's good chalk, right? We talk about that all the time. I mean, his form's so fucking good right now. He is good at long, hard golf courses. Like, give me fucking Lowry. Especially over Smith, where he's so bad off the tee, like we said, and like I don't know, I, I, I got a I got a bad feeling about him. <laughs> so okay, so so in my column this week, I I don't have access to this book, but I found a match. I actually found Hideki minus one ten over Lowry, and I kind of like that. So like with Lowry, he's done well at some U.S. Opens, but it's been either the ones that were really wide, or the ones that were really short. Well, and this is neither. This is Chambers Bay. Yeah, wide. And Oakmont, which is only 7,200 yards. Yeah, but I, why do I feel like he's good with narrow fairways? Where did he just play where he played well with a narrow fairway? Pull it up. Uh, fine. Move on to the next one. We'll, okay. we, can, we, can, we can bring it back up. I mean, it's not Memorial. Memorial no. has generous fairways. And at uh, Kiowa, wider fairways. Yeah. I'm just saying, you, I'm, just, I'm talking about U.S. Open setups. When it's been longer, it's been narrow. He hasn't yeah. done as well. And Dude, he's, been play, he's been playing so good. Man. I know. I'm just, this is just purely just kind of like a call of Lowry. I don't think this particular setup might actually okay. benefit him. So, yeah. But I don't have money in it because I don't, I don't, I'm not in that book. So. Okay. But I actually I am fading Cam Smith in the matchup. Okay. 
We always, we, I, when I pulled up all those leaderboards, there was always a pipsqueak up in that top <laughs> yeah. 10. Yeah. Who's your pipsqueak? I think it's going to be Abe Answer. Yes! yes! I do. Yes. I do. The dude gains a ton of strokes off the tee because he just hits it straight, and his long irons are really good. I don't like He had that. He went over to Europe to get paid by Porsche. He did awful over there. Whatever. He basically hopped off a plane. That was that weird tournament to those 54 yeah. hole. Whatever. I don't give a shit. He probably was like, all right, I'm, fuck this. I want to go back to the States. He was playing good before that. He's actually even money over Cam Smith. I, I, I'm not feeling Cam like this week. He's kind of fallen off a little bit, too. And I, I, I think answer is going to be like that Ches Reeby type. That just is in the top ten, surrounded that, by that, just that, just surrounded that, by bombers, though. That does that doesn't make me feel good. Let's not compare him to Ches Reeby. No, Ches Reeby finished third at Pebble. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, yeah. but Ches Reeby gives me not woman fuzzy. Okay, fine. He's gonna be speed at Beth Page Black, surrounded there, by bombs. There we go. That makes okay. me feel better. All right. What's your next one? So what's funny is is even though his reason for not liking Burger uh, was very strange. Love you, Nagels. Uh, I, I mean, I after I, I dug a little more into it today, and I was like, "All right, I, I can get behind this." You know, showed off the tee. I don't think he's built for this. Like, I don't know, whatever. Um, so I like Usti uh, over Berger at minus one hundred five. It's basically he Berger's the favorite in that. So um, because of how well he's always played at U.S. Opens, I know he's relying on his putter, but I think his irons are coming around a little bit. Uh, I'm fine with Usti this week as far as like betting him. He, he I am staying away from him in DFS, but um, some different matchups. I feel like I can take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, listen, like I, I said in the big show, I think he's going to make the cut in the number. You just need Berger to miss the cut. Yeah, I'm sorry. That could work. That's fine. All right, let's go back towards the top of the card with two guys who I think are pretty good. I, I mentioned last night my hesitation with Morikawa. And, uh, and a disclaimer to the audience, I have a terrible track record fading Morikawa in, ma- in matchups. So if this is actually going to be him winning... Maybe go bet the future, the outright on him. Maybe I should just do that if I'm just going to actually go down this road. But I'm sticking to my guns. Like, I did not find a single tournament where if he, when he had a strong putting performance, he was able to back that up. And I just, like, like, I think with him, he's not long enough off the tee where, like, if he has one kind of bad day of ball striking and the putting, he's just consistently, like, a shot or two in the hole to the field. With the putter? Yeah. That's not going to work out well. I think Xander's going to play well this week. Okay. He, I got minus 130 over Morikawa. Okay. I mean, I get and it. He, and even if Morikawa finishes like 18th, if Xander finishes top 10, which I think he might do, that it cashes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. So I'll just go. So I have a Mori bet. It's the other way, though. I'm back in Morikawa over JT. Uh, minus 110. Um I like okay. the West Coast kid. I feel like he's going to be more composed if the parts aren't going, right? Like, uh, and I mean, right now, I mean, Morik, I was just as good a ball striker as JT, if not better sometimes. So, well, I mean, it's the Spider-Man meme with them. They're both pointing at each other. It's true. And yeah. I'm, I'm you can't ta- putt. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Morikawa. That, that, that's just a stand that I made this week. And I like Morikawa this week. Um, I, look, what do we always say? Putting is 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 almost impossible to predict, right? Guys who just get hot and fucking go lights out, and that's it. They win the goddamn tournament. Morikawa is somebody who can do that. Um, so give me Morikawa over JT. Did you see the JT press uh, conference today? Uh-uh. He reminded me of this really elite boxer who got mm. knocked out for the first time. He looks kind of rattled. 
Okay. He's talking well, about like he's talking about mental like headspace and everything. Oh, like like yeah. it doesn't matter how well I play if my head's not it. Like it's not good. Yeah. Not good. Not good. I mean, like the guy is playing well, T to Green, and he admitted that today. He says that like, I'm hitting the ball well, but like the fact he's still bringing up the head stuff, like like the putter stuff, it it is all in his head yeah, right now. Absolutely. It's a, yeah. it's so a, that's between the ears, man. That's not a great sign. All right, what so, else you got? All right. So we talked about him in the DFS spot. I thought he's an okay pivot. I just I, I, I mentioned my concerns about Matthew Fitzpatrick as yeah. far as the fact that yeah, like I think he can keep the ball in front of him, but the long iron the iron play is just really poor this year. And I, I'm not really sure what happened to him. He used to be a really good iron player. And I really like Terrell Hatton this week. I'm I'm really okay. I'm really falling in love with Hatton, which is again, I have a terrible track record backing Hatton anytime in majors. But I'm due, right? Yeah, do better. So Terrell Hatton minus one twenty over Fitzpatrick. I, I think Hatton's gonna do well this week. And Fitz, I don't know. I'm not sure what how high his ceiling is for Tory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, so uh, somebody in Slack had this one, and I found it on uh, your old book. And it's uh, Justin Rose over Phil minus one fifty. Give me that all day. I don't need to explain. Ooh, okay. All right, I'm on something similar. I took Adam Scott minus 150 over Phil. Uh, nice, I like it. Yeah, I actually had the choice between Rose and Scott. And I, I, I like. I would have chose. I would have chose Scott as well if I had the choice. Yeah. But, uh, but whatever. Okay. I'll take We're on the same page with that. Very good. Yeah, I, I don't. Phil and long narrow U.S. Open setups don't mix anymore. I understand he won the PGA. That was, yeah. that was great. That was special. We'll see. Uh, you know, right. we'll, we'll, we'll see you later. Next, we'll see you at the next match. Exactly. <laughs> the, um, and then, uh, so I really like Will Z this week. And I said that I was going to fade Casey. So I'm taking Will Z at even money over Paul Casey. What? Dude, the kid how, shows up. How, how is Zelotaurus the underdog to Paul Casey in that matchup? I don't know. Public money oh, my Casey. God. This is why. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I thought you were upset at the pick. I was like, no, what are you talking about? No. Oh, stupid New York State. <laughs> Whatever. That's. Oh. Yep. God, that would have been a mortgage payment. <laughs> All right. I, I, only, I, only got, I only got one more. I think you're going to like this one. All right, Scott. So it involves another pipsqueak. But this is a bad pipsqueak. Okay. This is Kevin now we're dealing with. Oh, Kevin Na is one Kevin of like nah. like the worst like profile I can imagine for Tory Pines. Just inaccurate off the tee, hits it like two forty. Like he's gonna take like four shots to the green. All he does is scramble. He doesn't. He's not even putting well anymore. And I like Matt Jones, and it's a little bit of juice, but I got Matt Jones minus one thirty over Kevin Na. Yeah, I'll take that all day. Yeah, Jones has some pop off the tee. He's been hitting his irons okay. Like, I mean, Aussies tend to do well on these Kakuya grass golf courses. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Cool. I like it. Uh, so, my last couple, um, Vegas over Thomas Dietrich, minus 140. Paying a little juice for it. But like I said, whatever. I'm fine with it. I, I think Dietrich hasn't really done a whole lot over in Europe lately. I think he had, like, a top 10 recently. But other than that, it's Yeah, and, and like I said, I really think Vegas is in, is in good form. Good, good enough form to beat him anyway. Yeah. Dietrich uh, is the diet version of Thomas Peters, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, um, and then because of the article that you shared with me, uh, I took DJ over Brooks, uh, minus 120. Um, that is in my head now. 
Um, uh, for, I, apologize. I apologize. For better, for better or worse, man. For better or worse, it's in. And then uh, just because I didn't have any matchups for Rob, and you know my my football bet on him uh, on him to be outright winner wasn't enough. Uh, so Rob over JT uh, minus one thirty five. Okay, don't read the quotes from uh, Rom today, then. What the fuck did he say today? It just it sounded like you like he's shaking off the rust a little bit. Yeah, fine, shake it off in the practice rounds. He's fine. Okay. He, he almost right. won a fucking tournament two weeks ago. That's true. He was talking about like, yeah, I still remember the good shots from that. Yeah, whatever, dude. On to the next one. It'll be okay. fine. Yep, It'll it's, uh, be- it's it's you and Brandel Chambly, and uh, who else took Rom today? That's kind of a mush. I forget. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. But okay. listen. But listen, it does better. It's still John Rob. Uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, but hey, Steve, you always feel like you're on. When do you need a moment to chill? How do you get, how do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? Listen, I know I feel like I'm always on. This is what our third podcast of the week. About to do a radio hit, do another one tonight. Uh, been friggin' sales, so all I do is talk all day. So listen, sometimes, man, you just need to come home, go on the back porch, crack a nice ice cold Coors Light and reset, man, you know, give yourself, give yourself a 10, 15 minutes before you got to deal with the wife and the kids or whatever you got to deal with. Right. Um, so look, man, uh, mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's a crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill, get Coors Light in with the new look delivered straight to your door with the Drizzly or Instacat. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate responsibly. Instacart is like the best thing. (laughs) Do you know what Instacart is? Oh, of course I do. Okay. I I mean, like, I mean, COVID was really awful for a lot of things, but it made us realize we didn't have to go to the fucking supermarket anymore. Oh my god, I pay, I pay the premium. I do not, yeah. care. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's, fine. that's fine. And you gotta figure when you first start out, you gotta figure it out because you like when I ordered like a banana, I was thinking they were gonna get me a bunch of bananas, and like they showed up with one banana. I'm like, one banana is what you thought I ordered? One, like not a bunch. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's always risky when they screw up the produce or like, yeah, or, or you get the notification of the thing you really want. They're like, oh, out of it, we replaced something like generic. We're like, I don't want that. That's not what I wanted. Just I, I wouldn't even have got it. And if you're not paying attention to your phone, but whatever. It's got a great service. Coors Light, great beer. There we go. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on to tournament props. So you want me to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I uh, think I went first with it. All right. I only have three. I didn't love the nationality stuff, but I got one that's kind of like a group one okay and, and it's very near and dear to my heart because i am a left-handed you know golfer. oh we're gonna be on the same fucking one aren't we <laughs> i got two i picked two okay. in this yeah but i know I mean, you, you, still, you still made money yeah, yeah. go ahead I, I i apologize gary kego i'm sorry i doubt you i actually blame data golf for showing me really <laughs> bad ball striking numbers in the European tour because it, it, let's let's pull behind the curtains with data golf. this is gonna be really nerdy <laughs> so the Euro tour does not give out what the strokes gain data is and to data golf's credit they actually back into what it is based on the week-to-week fluctuations but then they adjusted for strength of field which I don't like because, like, if you're a little off in one category in a really bad Euro field, you're going to show, like, minus five in a category. So maybe it lied to me a little bit. I don't know. But I was too late on the Garakego train. I apologize. But you know what? You won on the PJ Tour. You're in the club. So, so I'm on him for plus 260 for low lefty. And I said last night I love Robert McIntyre. I love Big Shot Bob. 
He's he's the he has the worst odds of the lefty guys, and I think he's better than all three of those guys ahead of him. Like, so he's five to one. So I'm both, and then two. They just need to beat Brian Harmon, who I like. Yep. But he hasn't ever really played very well at Torrey Pines. I know it's different that time of year, but still, it's the same golf course, you know, like tee to green aesthetically, and he's short. So that's not great. Nope. I don't, I don't buy Phil at all. And I understand Bubba has done well at Torrey Pines. I understand he's done well in Kikuya, but like U.S. Open setups and him don't mix. Nope. Not at nope. all. So I think one of those guys is going to beat those other three. And then, you know, I mean, just stagger the bets a little bit. To, so you're still getting paid out like two to one on Hago. And then you get like a like three and a half, four to one payment on McIntyre. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I like that. I might have to take that same strategy because I have Bobby Mack at plus 475. There you go. As top top lefty. Yeah, Uh, just sprinkle a little bit on Higo on the top there. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. All right, I'll do that, I guess. Okay. um, What what other ones you got? All right, so I made reference earlier about this marine layer and how I think it's going to affect the first two days. So let's talk about the cut line. So I actually know. So the one I have is 147 and a half, which is plus five and a half. And I know exactly how they came up with that number. And this, okay. is, this is me kind of flexing my, my golf nerdiness. So all they did was they took the 2008 scoring average for the first two days of Torrey Pines. Because let's face it, Torrey Pines now, I know they made some changes. It's basically the same golf course. Like they moved a couple tee boxes, but same yardage, same rough thickness. Like nothing has changed. Okay. So it took the first two days. The average score of the first two days was 150.6. So that's an average score of plus eight and a half. Yeah. Then the average scoring in 2008 that year on the PGA Tour was about 72. Now it's 71. It's about a full stroke lower. Okay. So not too off that. You're at the 146 and a half is the average score of the entire field the first two days. And then just because it's top 60, it's not perfectly even. Take a stroke off of that. 148. Seven or yeah, one forty-seven and a half. Okay, so plus five and a half is the cut line. So here's where I say God, that seems so fucking high. Or that's that's yeah. what I that's why I think it's a shade too high, and it's for a couple of reasons. First of all, this is the same Tory Pines as in two thousand eight. Nothing has really changed. I there's nothing in the weather that makes it feel like it's going to play more difficult the first two days. Yeah, that's one. Two guys are just better now. Yeah, like you can see it. In, like like they. The scoring averages are down a full stroke over 10 years. They have better equipment. They're more athletic. They're bigger. They're stronger. They can get out of this rough better than, you know, like DJ Trahan could. Like dumpy guys like that. DJ you know, guys, guys who actually hit the gym, you know, they can actually muscle out of this rough. So that's two. And number three, it's actually because of this marine layer that's been hanging over the golf course the last two days. It's going to keep the greens kind of soft and receptive. And I think scoring is gonna be okay the, at least the first day and i think that's gonna keep the cut line at like plus four plus five so i'm going under and that's actually the underdog i got plus 105 on that oh, i always pounded yeah. i always pound the over because i think they're just looking in 2008 and see that the cut was plus seven yeah i'm with you on that man i like that yeah yeah i definitely like that i i i don't know whatever just my my brain says plus three will be the cut line yeah, I mean, Liz, I mean, 147 have it. That, that's a good number. Right. I understand exactly why they got it. I just I, I think it's I think and the U.S. Open has been really safe with their subs the first two days, too. They like to ease guys into it and then they punch them in the face on Saturday. Yeah, I think that's going to happen again. OK, 
All right. All right. So what do you got? So I got I got the top lefty Bobby Mack. I got top Aussie Adam Scott plus two fifty. I was tempted, but I was already heavy on Adam Scott and a couple other things. I kind of laid off that. Yeah. So I'm not like so. Oh, fuck. I guess I am too. Um, whatever. Every, you, you, we have different betting philosophies. Yeah, exactly. You make football pet, bets. I generally don't. Yeah, I. That's uh, fine. I, have, I have zero bankroll management. Is that what you mean? Um, the, um, You're a risk taker. Yes, that's uh, yes. sure. You I like go, that. You go for glory. Yes, and then uh, top South African. Uh, I wrote down plus uh, two twenty five, but uh, for some reason, I didn't write the name down. So it's just Louie. Oh, it's Louie. Yeah, that's it. Gotta Louis. be Louie. Yeah, it's Louie. Um, yeah, because all he's going to beat is Higo, Gazuntike, and Grace. Like okay, nobody that's else. Not bad. Yeah. No, he's got to be Wilco too. Where? Yeah. Whatever, dude. Are you serious, Wilco? Stop it. He made some noise last week. Stop it. All we're, right. We're fucking Punta Corrales field. Get out of here. The and then one I actually. This is a shorter bet, but I really, really like this. Is top Irish and English player. Okay. But top four. They didn't even give you top three. And, really? and so I I actually don't even have access to this bet, but I was looking for some funky shit. And uh, I've got Florida. Get your shit together and get me legalized sports betting so I can get DraftKings. Um, their stock is plummeting. Let's lift them up by opening up some bet down here. Okay. There you go. We don't care about dark web stuff. Um, <laughs> the um, but it's it's Shane Lowry at plus one twenty. I, I okay, I'm fine with it, dude. Like I, I mean, all right. So God, I, he's, you said it last night though. He's so chalky. I don't, but I don't care, man. Some chalk is good chalk, and and so I mean, look, the live people obviously are Rory, Hatton, Casey, Fitz, and Rose. I mean, and Wallace, I guess, but maybe like I, I don't, yeah, you know what I mean. So. But to get top four, top four. He doesn't even like he he just has to beat one of those guys. All right. That's how my brain works. Okay. I think it's fine. All right. That's plus money. Plus one twenty. I'm not okay. taking him to beat everybody, but top four? Come on. All right. I got one more, and it relates a little bit to what I just talked about with the cut line. So highest, and this is kind of a fun one to root for. Highest opening round score. Ooh. Said 86 and a half, which is plus 15 and a half. Yeah. So going all the way back to 2008, the highest first round score was 86. And just taking same line of thinking, guys are just better nowadays. It, I think the golf course is going to be a little more receptive because it just it's not. I don't think it's going to be as dried out on the first day as what people hope it's going to be. Right. I think it's kind of going to be a little bit like wing foot where. You know, it's manageable. So I took the under at minus 110. I, I don't, I, I mean, and this, like, like the thing with the US Open, like this kind of gives me a little comfort too. Like when you do this like bet at like the PGA, you have all like the older past champions that just. Right. That could, that could absolutely shoot a 30. Yeah. Like David Duvall <laughs> like shows up and he, he, hit, he has like a 15 on a hole. <laughs> yeah, he loses exactly. five balls. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and, and then yeah, then you're shot. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, like these guys who are in like, yes, there's some amateurs, but like, like they're excellent golfers. Like no one in this field is really just a scrub, just happy to be there. Kind of like they all earn their way in. I, 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 I think just with how the first day is going to go, 
I think someone's going to go under. And that's going to be a good sweat. If I see a guy coming down 17, he's at like plus 14. <laughs> We're going to be sweating that one all day. So, right. yeah. Or, you know what? There's another way to bet that, too. If you're someone who watches NASCAR for the car crashes and you want to see bet over on that, like even bet like the over for the tournament, like I think that's the same number, like the over under for highest score total for a tournament is 86 and a half. If you're someone who likes NASCAR and watch for the crashes, if you want to see someone crash and burn here, bet over on it. Whatever. Have fun with it. It's only like minus 105. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I like it. All right. All right. right, That's it for uh, tournament props. No miscuts? We'll get to that. Okay. I mean, that's the next one. All right, fine. All right. Well, listen, before we get to uh, uh, miscuts, and then we'll do the outrights, first round leaders, top 10s, top 20s. Listen, uh, Playing Through is presented by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bet. Head to PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP for up to a $500 in bonus cash. Everybody hates waiting, whether it's out on the course or waiting for your long shot future to cash. Thankfully, with PropSwap, you don't have to wait any longer. You can sell your future for a great value or buy someone else's future you find at a better price than you'd find at a sports book. So uh, one cute little thing we found uh, is uh, we got uh, at PropSwap, we got a Brooks to win the U.S. Open, Vegas to win the Cup, and Tampa Bay to run it back with TB12, baby. Um, And uh, you could buy it for $31, and uh, it pays out $1,507 at almost 48 to 1. So that's a good one. So uh, you can find some cute stuff like that where maybe some people don't like the parlays anymore. Maybe some outrights where you can find some value um, going over the weekend where the odds get a little shorter and somebody wants to cash out, right? Um, So go take a look at that. Um, And listen, and remember, for all your favorite futures, make sure you head to PropSwap. Swap.com and use promo code SGP for up to $500 in bonus cash. All right, man. All right. Let's go miss cuts. So my book is one of them is very is slow rolling the miscut props. The other one, I don't like the selections. So I don't have anything down, but I have guys I'm targeting. Okay. So I already faded Cam Smith in a matchup. He's I see a plus 225. He's going to miss the cut. Bet that. I bet. I bet. Him, I bet. Smith missed the cut at plus 200. Okay, so that means he's finishing top five this week. Exactly. Yep. All right, so fade, fade away, everybody. All right, well, how about the next one? Actually, you know, given how we both feel about this guy now, we're probably going to have the same one, too. So, like I said, I'm uh, one week sober from uh, Sanjay. <laughs> and I'm seeing a plus 180 he's going to miss the cut. I don't like anything about his game at this place. So, I'm hoping... He's a knucklehead on Friday or Thursday or Friday to really knock him out of it. And close to two to one for a miscut from him with the guy who just I, I don't trust at all. Yeah, I'll take that. And then yeah. I'm considering the obligatory Sergio miscut of plus 150. Dude, just I mean, like I, I, the ball striking is so great. I don't know what happens at majors. He just can't figure it out. Horschel plus 130 miscut. I don't really think he's not a very good iron player. Like, he's short off the box. Same thing with Harris English. I know he played well last week, but, I mean, I also remember, maybe that's just being bitter that I think, well, I, I was going to use Harris English one and done for at Torrey Pines back in January. You wanted him, and then he promptly mm-hmm. was second to last mm-hmm. uh, after day one. So, yeah, after I had a, a bunch of bets on him, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun stuff. All right. All right the, only this guy I got is, the only one I got is Sergio, plus 130. There you go. Yeah, the the obligatory. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, major, Sergio, plus money, done. Like, right. It's All that right. simple. 
All right. No need, no need to overthink it. There you go. All right. So we're done. Top 20 props. What do you got? So I only have three right now. I'm hoping you can guide me for some more. Uh, I got Burns at plus 275. I got Vegas at plus 500, which whatever. I just hit plus 500 on top 10 on him last week. And I got Molinari at plus 550. So he hasn't played since like. I know. But he has such a great course history here. He does. He played well here in January, I think, right? Uh-huh. And, and got everybody and excited about him. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, uh, like th- I feel like it's sneaky. I wanted to find, I wanted to put something down on Wolf for the same reason, uh, but his number was like plus 400, and then like even worse in another book. I was like, that ain't worth it. Like that's not worth that's not worth the squeeze. Um, but yeah, those are the only three I got right now. So I'm hoping you can uh, give me a couple more. You know, I didn't go that deep either. I mean, it just like guys like the the big dogs are usually going to be at the top. Then like in the top yeah. ten, like there's not much room for like a a sleeper to kind of break through there. Right. So then you're fighting for like eight spots for like hundred guys. I yeah. don't know. I, di- I didn't go too deep. So I okay. think I'm probably going to disappoint you. So okay. I-, I mentioned earlier, I think, you know, answer is going to be that poofer that is surrounded by bombers, like at the top of the leaderboard. Okay. Plus two, plus two twenty five for a top 20. I don't totally trust him, but over two to one for a top 20. I think that's fine. Um, I mentioned earlier that, I really like Adam Scott for the Kakuya angle with that arc we talked about yesterday. Plus 280 for a top 20 on him. Fine with him. I got Sam Burns a little better price than you. I got him plus 375 for a top 20. Jesus, fuck. It's a, it's a hundred better than me. Yeah, it's a little better. Um, yeah, I, like but I don't have any dead heat rules. No, I have the dead heat, so there you go. So <laughs> it's probably null and that's out. Um, I like Matt Wallace a lot. I talked about him a lot in the DFS pod yesterday. Plus 450 for a top 20. Sign me up. And then, you know, maybe I can double up on low lefty and Robert McIntyre finishing the top 20 plus 600. All right. Fine for me. Let's go. I like it. All right. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'll go top 20 with you on Bobby Mack, but I think I'll follow you on Wallace and answer. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. And so, top tens. All right. So, top tens. So, I'll just, Scott, I went, I went all the way to top 10 for Scott. Like, I, I, I have a good, I, like I said, early in the week, I think I think it was Monday morning. I texted you. I was like, "Ooh, like he, he's sneaky long, great history." Like he hasn't really picked up a whole bunch of steam. Like I, I checked again uh, before the pod. Like it's I don't know about his betting number, um, but as far as like DFS goes, holding out a lot of steam, right? So I got plus five seventy five uh, for a top ten, and then okay. I got yeah. You like that? Yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm content with close to three to one on top twenty. If you want to go five seventy five on top ten, yeah, that's yeah. perfectly fine. Right. And I got Kokrak, who don't care. Chalky, like I told you, I was in love with him once. I'm pretty sure it was Sunday where I was on him, and then you co-signed it, and that's it. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Lowry, uh, I've fallen in love with him, making me a little nervous, but I'm I'm just gonna plow through, man. I got a good feeling about Lowry. Trust, trust your gut. Trust your yeah. Irish. Yeah, proper Irish too. Proper Irish. Uh, at, at plus three twenty-five, and then Usti at plus three twenty-five. Like, whatever, man. He's, he's great history. Uh, just got second at PGA. Like, whatever. All right, so regardless, one of us is going to be right, one of us is going to be wrong. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, listen, that means we can tout on uh, Monday. That's right. That's right. All right, I only have two. I, again, like, with the top tens, like, it just seems like it's been cream of the crop. It's very competitive as far as, like, who's in there. And I didn't like a whole lot of the pricing, especially towards the top there. Yeah. But I think Xander... Is gonna give Nagels a little something to get excited about. Think so? 
and then just squash him like a cockroach on Sunday. But he's still going to finish in the top 10. I'm sorry, Nagels. I, I, I think I, I'm worried about your mental health heading down the stretch on Sunday. So, but for a top 10, plus 185 for Xander, I'm good with that. And then I'm really high on Hatton. I, I don't think he's going to win. I, I was really tempted to go with the outright. I just I don't picture Hatton holding the trophy on Sunday. But can I picture him finishing like fifth for a top 10 at plus 450? Down with that. Yeah. And, and then after I didn't go past that, though, for top 10s. Like it just I, I think it's going to be just an all star top 10 this year. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with so, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't mind the hat and top ten. I might follow you on that. Yeah, it's your spirit animal. Yeah, exactly. I don't proper mind. proper Englishman. <laughs> he is a proper Englishman. He, he he's he's not your prim and proper one that I don't like. He be probably he, he's probably a half Irish and doesn't know it. Right. Um, all right. So what we got left, man? Well, before we get into outrights, we always do this. We right. take a look back at the last two days. We take a look at our betting cart. Take a look at what takes we've had. So I'll ask you three questions. Okay. What are some bets that you wish you didn't make or things you wish you were able to get, but you just didn't have a chance to because the odds move or something. Yeah. So, I mean, the only bet I kind of regret, and it's only because it's, it's really just because of this one stupid article. And, uh, I was just scrolling through Twitter, um, prior and uh brooks is doing like a fashion show of all the clothes and shoes he's going to wear what uh-huh yeah he wait, has all wait well whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we're stopping the show <laughs> he's wait, not whoa 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 <laughs> what do you mean fashion show so he's not like modeling like on the catwalk no and, like, no that's what i'm saying no no, no like no, do no, they no. have like a catwalk on the pond he's just no gonna, like, no no so whatever stuff? whatever wherever he's staying at he has all his new Nike weird, like, like I don't know, whatever clothes he's wearing, all out. He has each day out with his sneakers, or not sneakers, but his golf shoes and the polos that he's going to wear. And he's smiling next to it, and, he, and it's like, I have my outfits ready. You're trolling me. I swear to Christ, I am not. I will send you a screenshot. <laughs> so, Dude, I knew that. I, I, I need <laughs> money just take the pgl money yeah so uh especially after the article that you that you brought up uh the uh it's uh you know it's 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 a little troubling i i so here's the problem right normally i wouldn't even mind but i put a pretty heavy bet on brooks like so i'm I'm kind of regretting that now. Like I put. Well, I, we'll we'll talk about that article in a second. So, all right. So you, so Brooks, you're regretting. I am regretting. So here, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna hold it up to the camera. It no, says, it's fine. Let's let's do this after the show. We're we're running long. We're gonna be on the on the mothership pretty soon. So, okay. all, right. all right, all right. Is there anything you're still waiting on? Like seeing if the price drop. So I'm hoping Morikawa will drop. I'm hoping maybe he starts out slow on Thursday. And I can get a better number than twenty-two. Okay, that's that the old, that's pretty much the only one I'm watching. Other than that, like we talked about, like I feel like it's a very top-heavy board, and uh, I'm happy with the bets. I only have two longer shots. You might be able to talk me into like one other long shot, but I mean, other than that, I feel like feel like I got my guys, and I'm just gonna, gonna make my stand. Okay, I'm hoping similar to what happened at the Masters, 
that Xander gets off to kind of a slow start, and I have grabbed him at like 30 to 1 after day one. Mm-hmm. And then I can jump on that because right now he's like 15. Yeah. I, 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 for a guy, you know, whatever. I, 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 I can't, I can't. Like you're, you're, like it's, it's Rom who has never sniffed coming close to winning a major. And Xander is just like, he just hasn't won in three years. They're the top two favorites right now. And everybody's on them. Like, I, I'm going to, if I miss the boats on Xander numbers because he just gets off a hot start, fine, whatever. I'm hoping he gets off to a slower start day one. I can grab him at a reasonable, more a better price, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, that's fine. And then non-Brooks Kapka edition, what's something you're worried you're wrong about? Oh, uh, Rom. <laughs> Rom, I'm very worried I'm wrong about Rom. Okay. Uh, and, and you're giving me pause about Lowry, too, but... I don't think you can. I don't think you can pull me off of him. I think I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Pretty solid on him. Okay. But but Rom Rom just because of this the stupid number that I bet him at. And I never bet numbers this short, and I feel like I'm just being stubborn. And I'm because I would normally never bet that number ever. Okay. So I'm wrong. I'm worried about three things. I'm always worried that I'm wrong on Bryson. Yeah. Well, like just, just yeah. That's it, golf. That's good golf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, and I, I mentioned yesterday. I want to clarify. Like, I said that I don't think he has as big of an advantage at at Torrey Pines. As he did at Wingfoot. It doesn't mean I don't think he's going to not play well. Right. It's everything's out in front of him. It's thick, rough. It's long. Yeah, he can do very well. I, I'm worried that he ends up just getting lights out with the putter and just ends up driving pretty well, and he just wins again. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I I'm it. worried that my inclination to resist betting JT at the number he's at right now is wrong, yeah. and I should do it. No, I saw 25 today. I don't care. So I know I'm resi- I'm resisting. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm being stupid. And then the third thing. I'm worried that I'm just ignoring the Ander curse. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm worried about that, though. Yeah. 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 That maybe what if he actually stumbled into something kind of genius and he has no idea? Because at the end of the day, listen, Dustin Johnson doesn't know who this dude is from Nova Scotia. He might. No, I, I, DJ no, doesn't. No maybe way he, he does. Brooks might. Brooks, he might. Maybe. Yeah, no, they definitely. Yeah, that, that guy's probably nowhere even on DJ's radar. No, DJ, DJ, I don't mean, no, DJ is yeah. not. And like, listen, like, maybe the guy kind of overthinks things, but like, when it comes to golf, it's hard to get a winner right. Yeah. And a lot of times, stuff happens that you just can't predict. And if you're just going to go blame this guy for it, then fine. That's a fun comedy. Yeah, bit. it's a great, great stick. Yeah. Beautiful stick. At the end of the day, we're being kind of neurotic. But it is kind of we bet on golf, bro. Of course, it, well, I'm just saying it's very funny that the guy just says things and horrible things happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, mean this nothing. is a, this is this is a special individual. Like all his takes are just terrible. That's why. Right. right. Okay. So that's <laughs> it. So here's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna talk about what we've already done and bet because it's not relevant anymore. Like I'm not gonna say, yeah, I got Corey Connors one twenty five to one. I got Holland forty to one. Like it, if if you're listening right now. Maybe you haven't either you've bet something you're looking for validation 
which we've talked for three days. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, enough. Or you, you haven't bet yet. So clear the board. You have not bet anybody right now. And let's open up WinBet. Let's open up WinBet. And let's take a look. And you fill out your card right now as if you're starting from scratch. All right, so if I'm starting from scratch, yep. Gotta give me a second. Why, why, why don't I go? Because I, I, I have it written down. Can I just click on any of these states? Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just go. They're the same odds. Okay. So I have mentioned before, and we talked about this on Sunday. It's going to be hard pressed to find a long shot this week. Yeah. I, I think if you're going past now, where the pricing is, like sixty. So yeah. Good luck. I mean, especially like I mean, some of these guys went bet up on win bet too that I really liked earlier in the week that I, I got them at like eighty, and now they're like fifty. Yeah. So that actually changes a couple opinions on guys I already had. So here's what I would do if you're on win bet. Rom is the massive favorite at nine to one, and then you have a bunch of guys grouped around seventeen to twenty. You have DJ at seventeen. You have McElroy 20. I think you bet both. And now I want to talk about Kepka. So for people who forgot or didn't listen last night to the DFS pod, I found an article about, because I was curious about why Kepka had not played very well on Kakuya surfaces. And he actually gave a very blunt and honest answer, which you guys didn't really seem to believe like and buy into, but then I shared no, the I, article. Yeah, no, oh, well, I, then I shared I the article it. with you and you're like, uh-oh. No, I believed it. It was Nagels who didn't believe it. Okay. Well, I mean, read the quote, and it's like, yeah, it's very direct. It said, yeah, I don't hit very well in Kakuya. I hit down on the ball. I feel like guys who are pickers of the ball, like Dustin Johnson and Adam Scott, fare very well on that surface. So here's where, actually, it might be okay for Kapka this week. So Riviera, you had much shorter irons into greens, and that's where you get a lot of that spin and where like too much spin on the ball is actually a bad thing, where you then you're not getting any good positions. At a US Open, where it's hard to hold greens and you're hitting from longer distances, more spin is actually beneficial. So that actually might work in his favor this week. So maybe it were, maybe he's right. Maybe Dustin Johnson is a good picker that's gonna work well for him too. On Kakuya, same thing. But maybe this is actually a time for Kepka where actually hitting down the ball, creating more spin oh, off Christ. the fairway might work. Fuck it, will we? And it's 17 and a half to one for Brooks Kapka, who's awesome at majors. Yeah. I don't I, I I'm I'm like the DFS ownership is still really high on him. I think if you want to use the Kakuya thing as an angle to maybe con- go contrarian, that's fine. But listen. Close to eighteen one, like close to eighteen one for Kapka, just take it. Yeah. And I understand I'm high on three guys right at the top of the card. Big boys win this tournament. Yeah, I agreed. agreed. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Moving down a little bit. I don't love the price, but there's the template of the f- young phenom winning when he's young. Hovland 25 to 1. I know you don't like it. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm just afraid I'm going to miss out. What I mean, you I, have a 40 to 1. You're not missing out. No, I'm just saying, like, if I hadn't bet. Oh, this, if you hadn't. Nah, if I I'm hadn't, fine. I think nah. I think that's the phone. Like, I'm looking around him. I'm seeing. Like, I'd, rather, of, I'd, rather, I'd rather Will Z at 40 to 1. Okay, so here are the guys around him in this range. I mean, I already bet 
Macro. All right, you have Finau at 22 ahead of him. You have Morikawa at 22. I already said I, I, don't, I have some reservations. You have Spieth at 22. You have Patrick Cantley 22 and a half. You have JT 22 and a half. And then right behind him is Reed at 30. I guess that would give me pause. Yeah, Reed. I don't, I don't know if Reed's going to win this week. I think Hovland has more of the le- I, I, I think the tie Hovland has more win equity than Patrick Reed. I think at this type of golf course, he does. Oh, I think I, I, I have to remember, you have to separate how the January Tory Pines plays. Yeah, this it's just, yeah it's, I mean, it's not about the January for me. I already told you, I didn't even use that into my, into my thinking. All right, fine. So, I think Will Zalatoris' number is too short now on WinBet. About it. For that. It's a 40. Yeah, that's what I'm at, too. Like, whatever. I'm fine with it. I, and oh, then Kokrak's at 50. Oh, Jesus I, Christ. I, I that's all the way down too short. Hitting? That's too short. Yeah, but you can shop these. You can shop these numbers. Like, no, we're, just, we're on win bet. Okay. We're on win bet. Hey, I'm just letting the people know. Like, I know. We're on win bet. <laughs> I'm still on Kokrak. And, and then I understand with narrative streep, but the outright on Homa is still 100 to 1. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's the dart. You think that's the dot? Yo, I've so on the book we used to share, it's already down to 80. Okay. Well, at wind that it's 100. So that means it's catching way too much steam, and that thing is fucking dead. Okay. Well, <laughs> my, my only book was wind that at 100 to 1. If I'm throwing a darts. What's Burns at? What's Burns at there? Burns is also 100 to 1. He, he has, well, I mean, Homa doesn't have a major pedigree either. So you know what? Fine. Bet both. Burns, Homa. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Burns and Homa. I'm still on Coke Rack. I don't give a shit. Okay. I like Willsey better than Hovland. And like I said, listen. You know what? You, you actually, you know what? Fine. I would switch from Hovland to Willsey. Yeah. Like I, I think I, I think he's he has the type of game that's going to play better here. Um, I mean, I think I think they're both the same player, but I mean, 40, he's forty to one instead of twenty five. Fine. I'm with you there. Fine. And I'm not on Xander. I told you I'm going to wait to bet Morikawa. Uh, I mean, I guess I regret betting Ram with this number, but like, I, I don't know, man. The only thing that fucking kills me is like, there's no way the favorite fucking wins. Like, it, it almost never happens. I'm fine with DJ and DJ and Rory. So I would go if I had to fill up my card today, not being stubborn capper. If, if if it's just if it's just Joe, whoever, like looking at the numbers, I wouldn't bet. I would I would go DJ. Rory, Will Z, Reed. My long shots would be uh, Kokrak, Burns, and Homa. Okay, that's a solid card. Yeah, that's who it would be. But God, Jesus Christ, why did I put so much money on Rob? I don't give a fuck. He's still gonna. Win. I still think he's gonna win. <laughs> I mean, listen, upside. You got him at fourteen, right? Uh, I was wrong. I got Good. him at 12. I got him at 12. Oh, whatever. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's yeah, 2%. 2 points, right? 2 points. Whatever. It only matters if I lose, right? Just money. Just money. Just money. So yeah. It's fine. I'll make more. Yeah, it. it only matters if you lose. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. All right. So what uh, we got? You got anything else before we go to uh, to hang up? Because uh, we got the mothership next. That's it. I'm tapped out. All right. Well, not tapped out because we're going to be talking for an hour on uh, SGP. Well, actually, you know what? If you're probably listening to this, you probably already listened to SGP and heard us uh, rip their uh, DFS lineup. So. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I feel, yes, like, I feel like they might listen to us. If, listen, if they go out for US Open, they're going to come here for the deep dive shit and then go there for the comedy. 
That's probably true. So, yeah, we're going to be on SGP. Uh, we'll talk about general topics. And then uh, Ryan Kramer and Sean Green, they are going to go through their DFS lineup. And it's one of everybody's favorite segments. Boston Capper and I grade it on the fly. And it's looking like this might be a, mi- a midnight podcast. Uh, so uh, so you, you clearly don't pay attention to your phone during the thing. It was They were doing a first half live stream. So I let them know, oh, shit, we didn't know it was a first half live stream. We're going to be the ones who are late. Listen, wow. first time for everything. They're late for everything. I'm not even sorry about it. I'm still going to go make another drink and smoke a cigarette before we jump on. It's fine. All right. Well, good. Then we're going to go right to it then. So <laughs> stay it. tuned. Jump will right be in. on that show. Anyway, thank you for uh, supporting us this week. Thanks for listening. There was a lot of content. Yep. We hope you enjoyed it. hope you got some useful information. And let's go make some money. Make some money, boys. So that's it. So listen, to, to tighten up before we go, once again, go to sportsgamingpodcast.com. Go click on all of Steve's articles, the Slack channel. Um, the link is in there. Go do that. Once again, that's where we always do our, our live shit. Really great community there. I literally cannot say enough about the community there. Um, oh, and actually, you know, real shout out. Uh, it's Father's Day weekend. Um, I lost my father this year. Uh, Paulie just lost his father. Um, so uh, shout out to Paulie, man. I know it's going to be a tough week, man. Uh, we all love you and uh, hope you make it through all right for the week. And, uh, man, hope you get a win this week, man. And, yeah, uh, pa- pa- Paulie, you are a great guy. Like, I mean, I love the stuff you post in the, the slide channel. You are a very nice, kind individual. You're funny and you're smarter than you give yourself credit for. You should give yourself credit. He is. He is. I'm, very, I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. We're all here for you. You know, we hope that, you know, this weekend, you can enjoy yourself and, you know, take care. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so shout out to Paulie, man. And, uh, yeah, other than that, man, listen, it's a U.S. Open week, Father's Day weekend. And uh, let's go break them books, man. You guys know where to find us. Let's go.